0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca and this shit is late. I'm very, very aware that this is very late. Um I'm currently recording this on Friday morning at about 10am and this should have been out almost 12 hours ago. And the reason that it wasn't was because, oh my lord, I have slipped down a little Corona Coaster spiral of despair. Um isn't the Corona Coaster such a weird thing? Like everyone I speak to has days where they're okay. I had one day this week where I was feeling absolutely great. The sun was shining. I put the babies onto a um, a baby group like for next term. And I was like, yes, life is good. But apart from that, every other day has just been tough, tough, tough. I think for everyone, but particularly people looking after children at home, you know, we've been doing this shit for a year now. We're in the depths of winter Um it's I think for me personally, I'm reaching the toughest point. Um, Both of my babies are teething really badly. They are just very hard work sometimes, like having two babies at home all day, they get into that age where they just want to have a little bit of stimulation. And I remember when Bohemia was a baby, you know, I'd go to a different baby group every single day of the week. And me and my friends would always say, like, we don't really come here so much for the babies, like they loved it and it made them happy and they were distracted. But it was so much easier to look after a baby when you're, you know, you get in the car, you get in the pushchair, you go to the place, you speak to the people. They love seeing people talking and people's faces and being in a different environment, different smells, different air. And now we find ourselves just trapped in our homes for like months on end day after day and it's just so tough. It's so, so tough and I'm not afraid to admit that. And believing in the law of attraction and practicing the law of attraction does not make me immune to having these feelings and these downward spirals. Um, but it does give me the tools that when I feel ready to lift myself out of it, then I have the tools to do that. I mean, I've just been eating loads of sugar because I just want to make myself feel better. So I've been eating a ton of sugar. It's been awful. Um I've just not even been finding time to like, I didn't wash my hair for 10 days. I mean, shit's getting real over here. So yeah, that is what I have been dealing with. But um, here I am, better late than never. And today I want to talk about something that we have been learning Um over on the Patreon book club. So as you know, every month we have been doing a different book and we've been doing a lot of books that are based on like very um, tangible things that you can do. So the miracle morning is that you wake up an hour earlier than you normally would. and You dedicate the first hour of your day to self-development and, and, and working on yourself and your goals. They're things that are e- not easy to do. so <laughs> It's not easy at all. Um, but they're real tangible things that you can kind of tick off your list and say, yep, I've done that. Um, but this month, we went for a book that was altogether different. And it was a highly requested book. People wanted to get back to the real spiritual side of the law of attraction and, and kind of back to basics of manifesting as well. And so we've been doing Gabby Bernstein's Super Attractor. Now, I was quite excited to do this book, but I did not anticipate how much it would change my life um, and how much it would change um Maybe not my life. That's the wrong word. Like it's not changed my life because, I, as I said, I've been in a proper like downward spiral the last couple of days feeling a little bit sorry for myself. Um, but it has absolutely changed the way that I perceive the law of attraction and the way that I will manifest from now on. So I have been missing this trick for over 10 years. I think I've been doing the law of attraction for over 10 years now. And I never realized that I have been doing it wrong until I read this book. So at the beginning of the book, you go through all of these different types of manifesto that you are. So I discovered that I am 100% a manic manifesto, that I'm a controller and a pusher. So I'm a complete control freak. And although I want the universe to send me things, I don't give the universe any kind of leeway on what that might be or how it might come about. And I'm a proper controlling person where I'm like, it will happen this way. And this is exactly what I want to manifest. If I put it on my vision board, I want it to be exactly this. And I'm fixated on a specific outcome, even though that may not be the best outcome for me. And I can now see that in the past, I have 100% manifested things that have been wrong for me. And because I've been so fixated on them and because I've been so determined for that specific action to happen, that's the way things have played out. And now looking back, I can see that I should have been more open to allowing the universe in to co-create with me. That's what manifestation is all about and the law of attraction is all about. It's not about creation and you creating and making things happen, but it's about co-creating with the universe with a higher power to understand what is best for you. And you might not know what is best for you. I mean, we are little human beings down here operating on sort of a a low frequency, relatively speaking, compared to all of these higher powers that are out there. The universe, some people would have it as like a god whatever religion you're you're following some people identify it with guardian angels some people identify it with spiritual guidance we go through all this in the book and you identify your higher powers that you speak to some people identify it as your higher self I mean we only use what I think is it three percent of our brain power or something so there's so much more within ourselves that is a higher power that we can access and all along I've been shutting that out And being like, no, I'll do it all myself, which is kind of how I live my entire life. Like, no, I don't need anyone. I'll do it myself. And I've been shutting the universe out and not even, it hasn't even registered in me to ask the universe for help. So when they talk about ask, believe, receive and release your your manifestation to the universe or release your request. I've never really got that part. And I thought I did, but I don't. So one of the problems that I definitely have with manifesting is that I get overwhelmed with indecisiveness absolutely overwhelmed. And this happened just in this past week. Since I've been reading this book, I feel like this book has been sending me life lessons. This is the most bizarre thing. So this book is very, very spiritual. Um, It has tested all of us doing it. We've been scared at times. You have to open up to the spiritual realm. You have to invite spiritual guidance in. Um, As part of it, I've been watching Surviving Death on Netflix and it's been... I mean, let's just say one night I had nightmares, but it has been absolutely amazing because I do feel like this book has opened up um, real spiritual guidance to me and has given me life lessons. So the first part of the book is all about how you can do less and attract more. And I feel like this lesson came to me. And this is how spiritual guidance works or, or universal guidance is you suddenly will have a thought that you've never had before. So as you will know, if you listen to this podcast, my ambition for this year, my goal is to extend my house. I bought a house that I thought was just going to be for me and my daughter. And now I have three children and it's far too small. So I just want to extend the the downstairs just to last us a couple of years until I buy my dream home in a couple of years time. By the way, that in itself is a limiting and controlling manifestation. I'm very aware of that now. So this is probably going to cost me about 25,000 pounds, maybe 30,000, because you know these things always go over budget. And all of a sudden, after months and months and months I mean, a year of thinking this since doing this super attractor book of doing less and attracting more it suddenly occurred to me that here in the UK we have the um, stamp duty exemption going on right now, and it's just been extended until the end of June, which is three and a half months away. So I suddenly thought, hang on a second, if I just put that £30,000 towards a house and swap my house, basically, just swap out a house rather than doing an extension, could I potentially move to a house that's all done, that's nice, that will do us for the next couple of years and the only upheaval I have to do is, yes, a couple of forms and financial things, but basically pack up our shit in a van and get out the other end. Versus having to have a three month building project going on over the whole of the summer. I'd have to move out to my mum's house for a month with three young children that are also weaning. Like, is that not and it just suddenly occurred to me like, oh, my God, this is doing less and attracting more. So I had a quick look on Right Move, which is always dangerous if your house isn't on the market or you're not in a position to like move straight away. And I find this house that is... As- <coughs> And I find this house that is a self-build, so you can tell it's, it's so unusual. It's not like some development site have just built 20 of the same house. It is so unusual, and it's like if i had built a house, it's what I would have built, basically. Aside from one wall in the kitchen, I'd have to knock down. But other than that, it is literally like my dream house. We'll
0: be back after a quick break.
1: sometimes serious but always fun please join us because no matter who you are
0: we all smell like humans please click the link in the show notes
1: So I've always said how I don't really want a very big house, but I do like really nice features, like really unusual windows or like an oversized hallway. This house has like an oversized hallway with a exposed brick wall at the back and a central like almost like a floating staircase. Do you know what? I'm going to put a picture on my Instagram because I just want you to appreciate how much I love this house. Um, And it just had features in it that I was like, if I was building a house, this is what I would do. Like, for example, there was a dressing room in the bedroom. I love dressing rooms. I literally have dedicated one of my three bedrooms to a dressing room. Like it just had all these features I loved. And so the only thing was, is it was not in my ideal location. It wasn't even in a village. It was basically on an estate or like a, a basically a road off the side of a main road. So it's quite close to a main road, which I didn't move to the country for this shit. And it was not in a village. So whereas at the moment, I can just get my babies in the pram and walk around the village and I'll see 10 people I know while we're out walking, we wouldn't be able to have that. We would literally just be by the side of a main road. So it wasn't perfect. Which takes me on to the next lesson that I've learned from Super Attractor. Now, Gabby says that most people operate out of fear rather than out of love and out of the... um the feeling of knowing that the highest good is going to come to you, and I realize that I have done this throughout my life. Now I saw this house, and it was about eighty percent perfect, but the location was shit. I didn't want to have my children right by a busy road near pollution. Bohemia wants a cat at some point. We couldn't have a cat by a main road, etc., etc. But I was operating out of fear and immediately thinking. But I'll never find a house like this again. I'll never find a house that's got this beautiful hallway that I love. Like I'll never find something that has this, this, this. Even though I didn't absolutely love it and I didn't come home and put my house on the market right away, There was all, that was that fear. And I realised that I've always done this. You know, when I met my ex-husband, because of the way that I met him and he'd been on my vision board for two and a half three years and because some things were right I ignored a lot of red flags and looking back I can see now that that was out of fear that I would never meet somebody that could be as good as that even though that person wasn't the right fit for me and I knew that deep down I was so scared that nothing that good would come along again and so already, this book is serving me up two fucking lessons. I literally asked the universe for help and for guidance, and it's already giving me these lessons. Number one, that you can you can attract more and do less. Um, it wasn't necessarily that house, but you can one hundred percent do that. You've got to be open to other possibilities. The second one was that I have been definitely operating out of fear rather than out of love. And when something is kind of right, I will grab it with both hands and I'll be strangled with indecision because I deep down know it's not the right thing, but I'm also scared that nothing else will ever come along. So I'm just getting fucking lessons for days over here. So cue about five days of absolute turmoil and indecision. I am not a good person with indecision and I think that I need to begin to learn, you know, I'm 36, I need to start learning these lessons that when I'm feeling indecisive, and it's not an effortless, easy decision, the answer is no. The answer is just no, it's not good enough. It's not in my highest good. But this is the shit I'm learning, right? So I had days and days of just being like, I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? Do you think I should release equity? Do you think I should try and do something with my London flat? Like I was literally at like, what should I do? Should I buy? It? I don't know. And I was just in turmoil and it was horrible. And so I was walking along one day with the baby's pram and I was thoroughly sick of thinking about this house. So I'd called the estate agent and I was like, hi, so I've spoken to my mortgage broker. I can release equity from my London flat because the the issue is, right, is that we have to get this across the line within the three months because I can't afford to pay the stamp duty. I'm only going to do this if I don't have to pay the stamp duty. It's basically to avoid living in a building site for two to three months. So I said to him, look, I really need to have a second view in either with my mum or my sister, because I can't make this decision on my own. And he was like, sure, um, I'll let them know that you're releasing equity now. So we don't have to wait for a property to sell or anything like that. Basically, I was good to go. And then as I was walking along, even that phone call didn't really resonate with my highest vibration. Like I just felt like, oh, God, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. And so I took the lessons that I'd been reading in the book just that very same day. And I was like, oh, obviously, practice what you preach from. What did it say in Super Attractor? You release your desire to the universe. Or if you're feeling indecisive about something, you release it to the universe and you actually physically ask for guidance. So as I was walking along, I was like, universe, can you please just give me guidance on what I should do? Should I sell my house? Should I stay where I am and extend? Or should I buy this house that is not 100% right, but it might save me a lot of bother with like building work and shit. Please just tell me what to do. And part of this is all about just surrendering the decision to a higher power than yourself. And that is the first time That I've ever done that. Would you believe that? I've talked about the law of attraction for 10 years, but I've always been such a controller. I've always felt like it was my responsibility to figure out exactly what I wanted or needed. And the the weight of that has sometimes been absolutely crippling. And sometimes I've ended up not manifesting anything at all because I haven't actually known what the right thing to do was. And so I was literally walking along my own road by the time that I was saying this. So I asked the universe. Five minutes later, I was back home. The babies were asleep in the pram. So I left them in the hallway asleep. Perfect. I get some time to myself. I come and lay on the sofa. So we're talking five minutes later, probably. And my phone rings. Hello, Dave. It's the estate agent. He says to me, I don't know how to explain this to you because these people have been so eager to sell. I've described that, you know, you don't have anything to sell now, you're going to release equity, you're going to be able to move fast. He said, but they all of a sudden have made the decision to take it off the market. And my breath was taken away. And I instantly felt the biggest relief Come over me because it was like anyone out there that struggles with indecision will know that when a decision is made for you, you're like, oh, thank God, like it's just been taken away. And I was absolutely in shock and in awe at how quickly the universe delivered that to me. I mean, we're talking six to seven minutes here. So he must have thought I was crazy because I was like, do you know what? I just asked the universe to send me a sign of whether I should stay and extend or sell and move into this place. And you've just given me my answer. So thank you so much. And he was like, "Um, okay. (laughs) And as soon as that decision was made, I was like, right, submit my plans, submit my planning fee. Let's just crack on ahead with these builders and, and let's just go for it. And I felt so great ever since because that decision was taken away from me. I mean, I could still have the control if I wanted, if I wanted to go against what the universe was saying, I could totally do that and try and push and force and control this manifestation. But just asking, the universe. And, and we go through a whole chapter of what you resonate with. So I have discovered that my guardian angel, don't laugh, my guardian angel is called Thea. And so now I can ask Thea for advice. Um, you can get in touch with spiritual um, guidance. And I mean, I grew up in the spiritualist church and my mum would often ask for spiritual guidance mostly when she'd lost her car keys. Like if anyone lost anything, she'd be like, I'll ask the spirits. And sure enough, after she'd done that, we'd always find it. And I just thought how incredible that for years I've been trusting the universe or spiritual guidance to help me find my fucking car keys. But I've not been asking for help with some of the biggest life changing things in my life. Like I've not asked for spiritual guidance on all of these big things that I've wanted help with. Um, And there's been times as well when I've actually like booked appointments with clairvoyants and stuff because I've wanted spirits to tell me like, what should I do? Am I doing the right thing? And I didn't realize that all along I had that power in me to do it. I didn't have to go to a clairvoyant. I didn't have to go to a spiritualist church. You can just open yourself up, surrender your desire to the universe or to whatever you feel like, you know, is the higher power that you resonate with. And you can ask them to co-create with you, because after all, that is what this is all about. It's not about us. It's not about me making things happen. It's not about me. Well, you know, I've proven that I can do that, but my God, it's fucking hard work at times. And I've forced things. I've definitely forced things and pushed things and controlled things. And this book has opened me up to an entire realm of possibility that There is a higher power there to help you and all you have to do is surrender and ask help and it will guide you in the way that you're supposed to go. So the book is a series of methods of how to get in touch with the universe, how to connect to it, and how to surrender your desires. So it's a lot of practical methods that we've been doing. Um, we've been doing guided meditations. We've been doing. Um, there's a thing called like the choose again method, the spiritual alignment method. It's all these methods to get you back in touch with what we were all in touch with as children. If anyone has seen Ghost Inside My Child or Surviving Death, you'll know what I'm talking about. But as children, we are all very open and receptive to this kind of guidance, and as we grow up on Unfortunately, we seem to just close ourselves off to it and we seem to lose it. So I would urge you, if you are trying to manifest something into your life, if you are trying to find your happiness, if you're trying to find your way out of this fucking lockdown situation, whatever it might be, don't feel like you've got it all on your shoulders. Not only the decision making and what exactly you need, but just the whole process of trying to bring it to fruition. Open yourself up to the realm of the universe and ask for help. Actually, ask for help and ask for guidance. I can't tell you how freeing it feels to have this. It's like I have a big mother figure that is like watching over me and helping me. And I've never been open to that before. So make sure that you surrender your desires and you can do this physically by actually saying, I don't know what to fucking do here. I don't know what's best for me. Universe, please guide me to which job I should take or whether I should marry this man or whether I should, whatever it might be. Should I move to Dubai or should I stay here? Whatever it might be. If you feel stuck and you feel pressured and overwhelmed, ask, 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 ask for help. And finally, the other thing that I have learned, which I've found has really, really helped me in my manifesting processes, is that you can ask for something. And if you're not sure and to take away the controlness of it, the the pushiness of it, you can say this or something better. So for me, I might say, oh, I hope that all of this building work goes OK and that, you know, my extension is a, a, a quick, easy, tidy job. This or something better, because it might be that actually something crazy happens to me within the next few months and I get to buy my dream home in the next few months. I might meet the love of my life and move to fucking L.A. Or any of these things might happen. And by putting out that I want this building work to go okay and that it'll all be finished by, you know, August, or whatever, I might be pushing away other possibilities that I could never have even dreamt of. And I'm keeping myself small. I'm keeping my vision small. I'm keeping my manifestations small. I'm keeping all my shit small. And I don't want to be small. I want to be open to huge possibilities that I could never have even dreamt of. So, anyway. That is what I have learned from Super Attractor so far. I mean, fucking hell, we are only halfway through that book. And to say that it has completely changed the way that I view the law of attraction is an understatement. I realize that I have been in like some kind of one way, like I've been on a TV show. I've just been on a TV show where I'm expecting the universe just to watch And they don't get to have any kind of interaction. It's just a TV show. I'm like RuPaul's Drag Race. So, RuPaul, I'm RuPaul. I make the decisions. I get to decide who is the queen. And you, the viewer, the universe, you just have to watch me do it. And if I get it wrong, and I'm not saying that Bimini was robbed, but she fucking was. She made that decision. And now Lawrence Cheney is the queen. And I completely get that. But actually, by inviting the bear with me, stay with me during this metaphor, please. But by inviting the universe in and asking for guidance, you then turn that TV show into I'm a celebrity get me out of here, or Big Brother, or Love Island, where the universe can actually dial in and say, I want Kem and Amber to win. I want this person to win. They get to actually, it's a two-way thing. It's like babe station. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The universe gets to interact with you and have some kind of control on the outcome. And the outcome might be far, far better than if it was just a closed, one-way thing where the universe, you get to watch, but you don't get to help. Does that make any sense? I'm not sure. I've had three hours sleep. Anyway, that's all I've got to say today. Um, I hope that you really do take that into your heart and actually investigate it further. Investigate it, follow Gabrielle Bernstein on Instagram if you can. She's got so much great stuff on there. Um, It is definitely more on the spiritual side. And like I say, to begin with, I was a bit like, "Mm, is this going to be a good book to do? But it has been universally, every single person on that group has been like, wow, They're seeing some real shifts. If you want to come and join the book club, it's not too late. So um, for this particular book, I think I'm doing like 12 podcasts for it. I do a podcast per episode. And so all of the um, the methods we go through together, I give you like what my experiences have been with each one. So you really are going through it together. You can join a WhatsApp group specifically for people doing Super Attractor. Um, the Facebook group is a private Facebook group that everyone doing all the different books just shares all of their experiences on there. It's never too late to join. You can join at any time. Um, I'll leave the link for the book down below and I'll leave the link for if you want to join the Patreon book club. Um, you might find that the other book's don't really tickle your fancy but you might find that super attractor does um so we'd love to have you love 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 um to say that this book club is changing lives is an understatement and it's changing my fucking life like it is actually amazing um the fact that we're what four months into the year and we're now on our fifth because we started in december but we're on our fifth self-improvement book in five months I don't think I've read five self-improvement, self-development books in five years. It's really making changes in my life. So slowly, incremental changes. I'm fucking loving it. Anyway, I'm so sorry that this one was late today. I was going to do a whole podcast on how to get yourself out of a negative spiral, but I didn't even want to talk about being in a negative spiral anymore. Um, But this morning, I made a really small change. So normally... (laughs) this is not very interesting, but normally I get up in the morning and then I feel like the babies are like restless and they want to go downstairs. So then I take them downstairs and then I have breakfast and we have like two hours of playing and then I take them up for their nap. And then I'm like, right now I should have a shower. But then I'm too scared to turn the shower on because it's going to wake them up. So then I creep back downstairs and I do work or whatever And then by the time they wake up, they're hungry and they want to be fed and then I have to have lunch. And then so basically what I'm trying to say is the whole day goes by and I found that I haven't even had a shower. And that really sets the tone for me having a shit day. I just feel shit. And so last night when I was feeling this way, it just suddenly occurred to me like, right, what I need to do is have some things in my bedroom we don't really have any toys up there or anything. They're all downstairs. I need to have a few things in my bedroom so that when I wake up in the morning, I put their little sensory light on. I give them a couple of toys and they can just lay on the bed for five minutes. I mean, how quick is a shower? It's We're literally talking five minutes here. And this morning I did that. I went and had a shower and washed my hair. They laid on the bed, happy as Larry. And I feel so much better as a result. So um, sometimes it's just looking at those little tweaks you can make in your everyday life just to make sure that you start your day right. And today I really felt um, determined to turn this spiral around and start spiraling back up because, yeah, I've had enough of wallowing in my own self-pity. It's time to get back out there and manifest that shit. Actually, everything's manifesting quite well at the moment. I can't really complain. It's just this fucking lockdown, honestly. (laughs) Please tell me that I'm not the only one experiencing this and that you've been experiencing it too. I'd really like that. Um anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I promise I'll not be late again. This was a very much a one off. Um, but I shall see you next week. And yeah, if you want to join the book club, link down below. As always, you can come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um or if you want to see Oh my god, actually I had a major win this week. I have finally found a baby carrier where I can carry both twins at once and I don't feel like a donkey about to keel over. Um, It's absolutely amazing. There's a picture of it on there. I'm at Francesca Amber. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. Millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.
0: Hold up.